for another episode of the 132 Breeze Podcast. As always, this is Marlo joined by Casey. <laughs> Whoop. Whoop. Yep. There is Casey. Uh, yeah. Hope you're fully recovered from last yeah. week. Well, I don't know what that was. I wasn't coughing at all. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> you hit the record button and, and the cough goes. Um, yeah. Doing fine. Doing fine, Marlo. Uh, don't worry about me. Don't worry about me. Um, how are you doing? Um, doing well. It is... It's cold out. There's snowflakes that have fallen. We're we're here. Uh, winter is upon us. The last the, the the latter part of the football season, which is the exciting part, yet sad that it's almost over. Uh, but not quite yet. But it's definitely in the air. No, I definitely. Am... The additional game has thrown me off. A bit, to be honest, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like, okay. There's. It just feels like I keep telling myself, "Oh, there's more than normal." Uh, although that is obviously a limited, I mean, in comparison, right? It's just one more game. Um, you said that, uh, I guess, winter is in the air. Uh, we did bust out the Christmas decorations well. Oh. We have them up in our house. Oh, you little overachiever. So, I mean, it's decorations. I didn't go too, you know, we didn't go too far over. So lights aren't up. Uh, trees up, but no decorations on it or anything. Yeah. Like fake tree. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think this is the earliest we've ever we've ever done it. So uh, right. I don't know how I feel about it yet. You know, <laughs> you know how I take my arbitrary stands yes. uh, on things, and um, yeah, there's uh, the the uh, Christmas decoration for Thanksgiving stands. Yeah, is normally a thing. I don't know. I feel like that's something I used to believe in. I don't know anymore. <laughs> As I get older, I don't know. Maybe not. Obviously not. This year, but uh, I'll put up the lights, but I'm not going to turn them on. This is what I said. There you I'm not going to turn them on until, until after. One of my neighbors was uh, putting up lights as I was walking home from work the other day, and I wanted to yell at him too soon. And I was like, <laughs> I don't really I don't really know him well enough to just yell at him, you know, from a couple houses away. So. Yeah, just start chanting. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I didn't didn't do that. But yeah, so yeah, winter, winter feeling uh, for sure this weekend, but... Uh, and that's kind of what it felt like on Saturday, right, Marlo? Yeah. Uh, let's get into it. Uh, Wisconsin Badgers beat Northwestern Wildcats 35-2-7. Shouldn't even been that. Um, a cool afternoon. Uh, how did you take it in, Marlo? Um, yeah, it was, it was a cold, cold morning slash afternoon. Uh, I did go to this game. It was... Um, I think the well, I think going into the it felt in the the atmosphere in the area. We'll say it felt like people were there early. People were often, but as soon as you got to the stadium, not so much. Uh, I think people were partaking in uh, in this late part of the season, being around the tailgate and others, and or staying in warm places for longer period of time. Because as you got into the stadium, it was a slow roll. Uh, to fill said stadium up, yeah. And uh, one of the, I think we talked. I talked about last week was one of my worries. One of the worries was the atmosphere, and I think it was, you know, I, obviously the the Badgers played up to what they could, but the the atmosphere inside the stadium was not as I would say electric as it as it could be. Yeah, that. They showed the student section early on, and it was maybe, I don't know, a third full. Yeah, it was uh, bad. And, you know, I can't, I want to, I want to, you know, chide the kids and be like, hey, get there. But, you know, I just got to look myself in the mirror and be like, yeah, that wasn't, that was me. (laughs) 
they did show a graphic before the game um, that Wisconsin and Northwestern had split their last 16 matches, so 8-8, eight and eight, and kind of the feeling coming into this, you know, with the spread, what it was, what, 24, 25 points, something like that, yeah. and kind of Northwestern having a down year, uh, there was a bit of a let-off feeling, I think, as far as the intensity level went for home games, but... Like seeing that stat, I just was kind of thinking like ahead, like for how well Wisconsin has done against the Big Ten West teams, for that to be the record against Northwestern, I just want it felt like even though all things considered, it should have been better. You know, it should mm-hmm. it should have been there should be more intensity to it yeah. uh, than there than there was or I guess has been against Northwestern, and I, I think that eight and eight record is. Partially because there's that lack of intensity, but uh, I, I don't know. At some point, I think just think you know maybe we got to start showing up for that game. Anyway, that game. Yeah. Better part. Uh, I watched from home. I actually had a. I wasn't sick this weekend, but my my son was. Uh, so I was kind of nursing him back. He took a nap during the game, so I was doing some nice. winterizing, not decorating, but winterizing of the house. Yeah. So I was doing that while he uh, he, he actually my. Uh, Daughter was on her way up to uh, take a nap, and she like, I don't know what she was doing, but she kind of swung and hit him in the eye. Like she swung a, like a slap at him or something, and hit him in the eye. So he scratched his eye, and you know had it closed for I don't know thirty minutes, and then just fell asleep as he was like <laughs> upset. And I was like, okay, I guess he's he's fine. <laughs> there's one way. There's one way to get kids to sleep. And he slept like the whole game. I was like, okay. Nice. <laughs> and then he woke up and he was still anyway. He's fine now. Um, but it was kind of it was just kind of funny because I was like, okay, how's this gonna go? Uh, my wife was at, out of the house. I'm like, okay. What? And both of the younger kids took a nap, so that was great. Anyway, so that was a nice, really quiet way for me to watch the game. And luckily, I didn't have to do too much yelling as I, you know, am one to do uh, yell at the TV. But I didn't have to do so much of that, so that was good. Um, all right, let's get into the game, Marlo. Thirty-five, yes. two seven. Um, just a absolute performance, I think, all around uh, in this game. Um, but I think, what in the world was that pass? Um, let's start on the defensive side because I think that was uh, the most impressive thing. Uh, Wisconsin hold Wisconsin's defense pitches a shutout. The seven points, of course, coming on the scoop and score, uh, which I think we'll mention in a little bit. Um, but I guess the stat I'll start with, uh, Northwestern's yeah. first drive of the game lasted 19 plays. Mm-hmm. I will admit, slightest yeah. bit of worry. Yeah. Slightest bit of worry. Of course, that ending in uh, a Caesar Williams interception um, in which he tweeted out after the game. He said, robbed me last year, made sure that one counted. No. <laughs> wow. I was confused on why, like, so he was celebrating. It was a, felt like a big interception, right? But, like, yeah. it seemed a bit extra. And I was like, mm-hmm. why? I didn't put it together at the time. Uh, but, of course, last year uh, and the mm, questionable officiating, at yes. least as far as pass interference went, uh, Caesar remembered that. I did not, and uh, I did see his tweet to, to remember, but he closed it out. But, anyway, back to my stat. Northwestern's uh, first drive of the game lasted 19 plays. The next 11 drives never went more than six. Yeah. Yeah. That is this, something. That is, um, yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, yeah, that f- first drive, we were thinking, oh, boy, 
well, I, I don't think old boy, but you know, I don't, I'm worried at that point. But at the same time, like, like, like I said, it was 19 plays, couldn't get off the field. Um, had that, you know, hopefully been, and they did not break. And that was that was really it. It was just that was the one drive, like I said, like the stat, like stats were hold. And I don't if it was just the adjustments from that one drive. They really couldn't get anything going. The defense was flying all over the field, not disrupting any offensive rhythm they were uh, Northwestern was trying to get. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that was the thing of beauty. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was, and it, it the worrying part was it seemed like they were getting gas yards. They were kind of breaking through the linebackers, in uh, mm-hmm. the kind of linebackers were making. Uh, almost chase tackles, and it was really strange. It hasn't been what we were seeing, uh, but obviously, then I, I think uh, there must have been some adjustment. I can't; I'm not smart enough to point it out, but <laughs> some adjustment on the defensive line or those linebackers to kind of have that defensive line eat up those blocks again, and linebackers start flying around again because that's what happened uh, the rest of the game. Uh, they forced five turnovers, five interceptions uh, in the game, uh, and. It, for a while there, it seemed like the pressure wasn't really there like it had been in the past. And maybe that was just me saying that is just me remembering that first drive a little bit more um, than uh, the rest of the game. But it, it felt like it wasn't there early on, uh, but I think got there by the end. And, of course, forcing those pressures and, and interceptions later uh, when the game was – when Northwestern was chasing the game. Yeah. I'm trying to look for – ended up with three sacks, 12 tackles for loss. Man, Chanel and Sandboard both with three. God, the defense is so good. Only so one good. QB it's, outside of the sacks. It's, it's so good. It's um, We're just lucky you get to watch it week in, week out. I feel like this this defense is much like when we talked about Jonathan Taylor a couple years ago where we should just sit back. It's hard. It's sit back, relax, and enjoy – uh, what this unit is and some of these players as well, because um, it is it is a masterpiece sometimes, especially when when it's clicking uh, on the offensive side and you can really really uh, really take peace in what the, what the defense is doing. Do you want to hear my defensive stat for the season? Yeah, defensive stat for the season. I'm ready. This is so far. All yeah. right, uh, opponents. So opponent, people we've. Opponents we've played have scored 147 points against the Badgers as a okay. team. 106 of those have been scored against the defense. All right, so other points have been, there's been five touchdowns by other defenses and one on special teams. And then of those 106, mm-hmm. um, 38 of them have come on, 38 of those points have come on drives that are 60 yards or pl- 60 yards plus, right? Okay. So. We're taking out the turnovers in the in the turnovers in our in our territory, you right. know, quick to territory. So only thirty eight points of, of actual we'll call real drives of yeah, 60, yeah. 60 yards or plus. That's wild. That's that crazy. Is that yeah. is good. Yeah, and you know, I think the unfortunate thing is Georgia exists in this universe. So we don't mm-hmm. like on a national <laughs> stage. It doesn't get Wisconsin's defense doesn't get talked about yeah. probably as much as it would in a different year. But uh, Georgia's yeah. defense is is really good, and I almost feel like I I have to bring it up. Kansas City just ran a fake punt. What jerks! Um, <laughs> but uh, it you know obviously we give it love and it gets love here in Wisconsin. But I think it would be more national and kind of 
talked about if uh, if it wasn't for that darn Georgia defense. But uh, a great game by the defense. And I think you saw towards the end of the game uh, the depth of the defense, right? When uh, kind of some of the starters started cycling out. Um, yeah. And who was the uh, Turner, uh, the linebacker? Uh, just why did this move on I me? Mean, Jordan Turner had the uh, late interception. So just great game by the defense. All right, uh, let's move to the offensive side of the football. And, of course, we're going to start, <laughs> start with Braylon Allen. Yeah. I mean, my God. <laughs> He's a bad man. It just there were times where I would stop uh, when – Whoever was around me, whatever anybody in my family who weren't watching the game, with, but they were around me uh, if they were awake, and would stop and be like, "Watch this play! Watch what he does here!" And you know, he's just knocking people over as he runs for the what was it, twenty-something uh, yard touchdown? Uh, the one where he hopped over the defender, then absorbed contact on his landing. It's just like he's all over the place. It was absolutely uh, insane getting his uh, seventh now. Uh, was it six or seventh? Hundred yard. Six. It was six. One hundred yard rushing game. Uh, did worry me a little bit. On was it the first drive where he kind of looked like he came down funny? On yeah, his, came uh, up hobbling. His ankle came up limping. Didn't seem like that affected him too much. I'm sure it did, but I guess that's how good he was. That it's uh, the ankle issues that have been kind of with him the past what two three weeks are uh, are still there. But even with that. Did what he did. Yeah, Case, did you know he's only 17? God, he's in and he's only 17. <laughs> I saw uh, some, somebody tweeted out, and it was a picture of Derek Henry, Henry excuse me, Derek Henry at 17, and then yeah. had the upgrade button, and then had Braylon <laughs> Allen. And Derek Henry looks like a normal 17 year old. Braylon Allen looks like a man. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Yeah, so yeah, no, no Malusi today, obviously, is, um, is out for the season with his lower leg injury. Um, lower body injury, yeah. but it was that was obviously it was worrisome going into it. But I was you know able to step up, take take the workload, and really just shine. Right, showed yeah. a little bit of everything like you talk about. Showed the speed, showed the power, showed the elusiveness, uh, and just had a just had a game yesterday. So that was that was good. To, that was very good to see. I mean, I don't I can't get enough of that kid. No, yeah, 25 carries, 173 yards, a career high, uh, three touchdowns, and some big runs, too, where it was early on when it was, I, I guess I don't know how big you can say early on, but some <laughs> chunk, ch- because of what the score ended up being, but yeah, some chunk runs early that kind of, I think, got the offense and got everything, got everything rolling, and uh, the biggest beneficiary of that. Uh, as you might imagine. I, I guess before we move on, I was going to transition to Mertz there, yeah. uh, being the beneficiary. But uh, let's just do another a nice tip of the hat to the offensive line. Uh, the offensive oh, yeah. line back at full strength uh, for the game today uh, and just dominated. Just dominated the line of scrimmage. Uh, okay, well, the set I'm going to give is kind of against that. Um <laughs> I'm gonna make a point. Okay, then I'm gonna give so, a stat. so yeah, I'm gonna make a point and then give a stat that goes against it. So let's just, uh, I, I I thought they played well. Mertz had all the time in the world. Part of that was the run game. Part of that was um, the um, offensive line being really good. Uh, but a tip of the hat to them to them as well. 
Here we go. Okay. I found the stat that kind of a little bit disproves it, but is a Braylon Allen stat. So um, Braylon Allen had 139 of his 173 rushing yards after contact. Jeez. Yeah. So it, his ability to absorb contact and just he did kind of shuffle to the side and then hit his speed again is, I mean, that's it's crazy. Yeah, you just you just gotta watch. You just gotta watch and appreciate. Uh, I think but we should I, just I, keep trying to explain it, Marlo. I think that yeah, let's just keep trying. <laughs> let's, let's try another way. And, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> up his mind again. Uh, the thing they did do is give Mertz time. I don't think he was under yeah. pressure at all. Uh, let's give Mertz's stats here: eighteen of twenty-three, two hundred sixteen yards, uh, two touchdowns, one interception. Uh, and I won't even. I don't even fault him too much for the interception. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I, I think the looking, if you want to go back and check the tape, um, which, you know. We of course did we did. It. Of course yeah. we did, yeah. Ran the all 22 every play, mm-hmm. um, just to make sure. But some of the things that we have come on here and, you know, the major complaints we you know, hear about, <laughs> we give Mertz uh, honing in on receivers, not mm-hmm. going through progressions, Things like those things seem to be coming along and especially ev- evident in this game. Like you mm-hmm. said, he had the time to be able to you could see him go through progressions in, in different plays. Um, you know, look to the field, make uh, the passes passes that he make, make them on time, in rhythm, in places where his receivers can get him, you know, like I said, minus that interception. Uh, but those things, that is that is all good to see. It's it's a it's hopefully a progression. As we go forward, not a one-off, uh, mm-hmm. but it was, you know, it, it was a very, it was. I thought it was a very good performance, not only from the number side, but come from the eye test as well. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, third down is kind of the big thing I look at him for, yeah. uh, and kind of has criticized him for in the past. The Badgers ended up six of eleven on third down, and I remember multiple third down throws, uh, and by that I mean like three or four that uh, he made his touchdown to Ferguson where he kind of threw it uh, to his backside so he could to avoid the contact and then go in. I think that was really good. His touchdown to Davis was really good. Um, and like I said, I don't blame his interception too much. We were doing kind of a faux need-to-score two-minute drill at yeah. the end of the half, and I think his read was okay, and he just overthrew it a little bit. Uh, but I think it was – like I think that that pass was there, and you know if you're – Trying to do this faux two minute, two minute drill. Uh, <laughs> I think it was an okay, an acceptable interception in that game, right? If we were losing yeah. or needed it, obviously I wouldn't be so forgiving. But uh, yeah. in, in this circumstance, I thought it was. I thought it was okay. Um, he had one third down pass uh, that really irked me. It was Ferguson was in the middle of the field, and I, I don't remember the wide receiver, but he kind of threw it in between them. Mm-hmm. And if you like, he had both of them open because Northwestern was in the zone, which they played a lot of. Um, and if he had thrown it to either one of them, they, either one would have gotten the first down. But he threw it in between them. Uh, but that was, I think, one of them, uh, one of the negative ones. But for the most part, I thought he was really efficient on third down. Uh, threw the ball downfield a bit. He had that yep. deep post pass to uh, I think it was DK. Uh, he's really getting good at that pass, and I like how he had um, some kind of quick. Some some kind of some uh, quick 
out passes to when the coverage was uh, soft to um, was it? I think he had one or, one or two to prior. Uh, you know, just getting the ball outside uh, for an easy seven eight yards, which you know gets them in rhythm, gets uh, the offense moving. So all in all, I think a really good day for Mertz. Got to play, you know, ahead the whole game, which helps, but very yeah. solid performance. There you go. There you go. Uh, all right, la- uh, the one negative <laughs> I have uh, second team offense. Hold on the ball. Like, yeah, what are we man. doing? What are we doing here? What's going on? <laughs> best, Julius, best, go, ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, Julius Davis comes in. Uh, actually, it was a really interesting story. He had uh, opportunities to go play elsewhere, decided to stay in Wisconsin. He's from, I guess you could say, Milwaukee area, um, like western suburb of Milwaukee. Um, I, I think it's West Dallas, but now I'm saying that it might be wrong. Um, had a chance, and it was a good story. I don't know how I still don't know how he fumbled that ball. Like it seemed like he had two hands on it and then he was just like and here you go. And it like went out. I don't know. And then so obviously they didn't play him the next series. They put in Acker who is the a fullback but he's a mountain of a man <laughs> got in there. He fumbled too on the uh on the exchange. First team offense had to go back out to prove a point. Not great. Not what you want. Not what yeah. you want. Yeah, now what you, now what you want it all. Um, also messing up, you know, messes up the the stat line with those yeah. two turnovers. It looks worse than it was. I mean, those came at the game had already been in hand mm-hmm. um, at the point. But you never want to do that, right? Like you said, I I applaud Chris for putting first team back in, keeping the second team up to the same standards. You can't just go out there and um, you can't just go out there and play like garbage. And expect to continue to get that playing time, and so to end the game off in a good note with the with the first team, uh, I think was the was the appropriate move. Oh, they didn't um, put Allen in. Thank God. Right. I would have right, lost right. my mind if they put <laughs> Allen. <back in. laughs> but they put everybody else back in. Right. But um. But yeah, it's, that's you know it goes back to you know it's the only bad thing you know let's go back to closing out games. That's where we gave up that seven points. I'm sure the defense is. Was steaming. They haven't uh, that you not preserving the sh- preserving the shutout um, based on that fumble and in uh, uh, fumble at scoop and score that Northwestern had. But yeah, I don't know. Does that? I mean, in all seriousness, is that kind of does that worry you as far as the depth? The depth is concerned. I I mean, yeah. Just looking at it. Um, in the game, I mean, Braylon Allen had those 25 carries, right? Yep. Julius Davis had nine, then Shipper had seven, and he did okay, I thought, when he was in there. He had that one 15-yard runner. Just, without Malusi, it's very thin there. Yeah. I don't even know what you do for, like, a... It, it, it's just frustrating because they we were so effective with the two-running back scheme, or yes. plan. It was going so well, and now, I mean... Braylon filled in just fine. Don't get me wrong, but um, yeah, that definitely worries me. And his, you know, with his ankles stuff going on, whatever that is, uh, worries me. Because uh, if he goes down, I I don't know what this team is anymore. So mark me down for extremely worried for that model. Okay, extremely worried. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Anything else on the Northwestern game? 
No, good. I was, I'm glad we get that. Um, got that one out of the way. Great game all around. Yeah. Gold stars. Gold stars for everyone. That's six in a row now. Uh, two left to play. Next week, we host Nebraska. It's going to be a 2.30 game on ABC Marlowe. Uh, what are you looking forward to in playing Nebraska? What are they? Is it the Freedom Trophy? Is that one this one's called? I don't. I don't remember. Um, another trophy game. Always looking forward to that. Even though I don't know, I'm pretty. Is it the Freedom? I'm pretty sure it's. The, I'm going to call it the Freedom Trophy. Uh, feel free to prove me wrong. Uh, look forward to that. Look forward to another to Scott Frost. I'm getting way ahead of myself. I'm way too confident right now. Is so, Scott, uh, by the way, Scott Frost. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, I don't need to interrupt you. No, I'm just, I'm just pointing out that I'm way too. I last week I was in a bad place. I was all, I'm all back in. This was, I was yeah. really bad because now I'm back in and I'm confident. Um, oh, <laughs> and I'm confident. So, I'm looking forward to a make it right statement game against Nebraska. It is the Freedom Trophy. Um, yeah. I don't know what to make of it. Okay. Uh, what What am I looking forward to? I just want to see this defense play more football. Um, yeah. It's been it's been so fun, uh, and I just I just want to see this team go back out and play. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, that's what I that's what I'm looking forward to. Just another opportunity to see that. I don't have any like matchup specific thing I'm looking forward to because uh, I just have a just a little nagging worry in my head, uh, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, but uh, Nebraska's defense not great. Given up, not the black shirts. Three hundred sixty-four yards. Offense is good. Given up, gaining about four hundred sixty yards. Uh, so they give up points. They score points, give up points, uh, at least yards. Uh, they are coming to the game one, two, three, four, four losses in a row. They'll sit there and tell you that they were all close, losing by three <laughs> to Michigan, seven to Minnesota, five to Purdue, nine to Ohio State. Um, they're one in five in the Big Ten, Marlo. One in yeah. six in the Big Ten now. Uh, only win is against Northwestern, who they did blow out 56-7. to seven. Uh, but losses on the schedule to Illinois, Minnesota. You could say a tough schedule, but those losses are still there, which I would say are the battle losses of them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think you, I could say is that, like you said, the defense not great. Office, our offense is coming along. Um, so it's really there are two. So our good defense versus their good offense. Mm-hmm. Their bad defense versus our, what you call our offense at this point, a little above average a little above average offense at this point? Maybe average? Uh, I'd say our offense is rounding into form. Rounding into form. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I, I want to be positive, Marvel. I see where yeah. you're at, and I yeah. really want to be there. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm, just, I'm so confident. I'm just, this is so I'm just, dumb. I'm just not there yet. In a um, bad place. Yeah, worried about, okay. I talked about their offense. They have Martinez as quarterback. He's a mobile quarterback. I'm still a little worried about mobile quarterbacks. However, he is a Martinez, so he's going to throw interceptions. Yeah. Uh, turn the ball over. Turn the ball over. Maybe not throw interceptions, but turn the ball over. Yeah, I think it's prime for turnovers. I think this is a uh, this is a Chanel highlight game, right? 
I, 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 understand the, I understand the worry about the mobile quarterback. Uh, there's always that X factor, but I think this is this is this is Chanel highlight game. Keep Mar, uh, Martinez in check as far as his mobility, and if you can make him have to throw, like you said, turnovers are coming. Yeah, I think that's that's maybe the difference. Not that we've not had. How did how, wait? I used a negative in there somewhere. I'm not saying we haven't had athletic linebackers in the past, but I yeah. think. As a unit, this is one of, if not the most, athletic linebacker grouping that we've had with Chanel, Herbig, Sanborn, and the one I'm leaving out. Shit. <laughs> that and him, too. Uh, yeah, that guy. That guy. Oh, no. Oh, how can I find it? Um, yeah. I think I, I think they're a little bit more... In line, in line for this, and I, I don't. Know, I just go back and be and feel like, you know, we've played running quarterbacks, right? We played Army in the triple option. Uh, Purdue tried with their mobile quarterback um, against us. That didn't go well for them. Um, Iowa is the opposite of a mobile quarterback, <laughs> but uh, I think uh, we've had a couple games, right, where. Where we've been against those types of quarterbacks now, Martinez, I think, is probably the best of the, the yes. those groups. But um, yeah, it, it's it's a little worried. But I think to your confidence, um, we are Noah Burks. Noah Burks is the other linebacker. Jeez. <sighs> okay, uh, still should be good about. It. So feeling pretty good. It looks like we're ten point favorites. Uh, Two thirty ABC. Um, Kind of own Nebraska. They're six. We're six and zero against them. I, I saw uh, when I looked up the Freedom Trophy. I want to be where you are, Marlo. I'm still nervous about it, but that's what we yeah. got next week. Anything else looking ahead to? Oh, no, Scott Frost. <clears throat> yeah. So his contract got reworked, uh, and congratulations. Yeah, I looked. Uh, okay, well, this game's now officially over. Uh, Kansas City scored again. Um, his updated contract from. a Nebraska. The reduction to four million is for 2022. If he achieves "quote unquote" mutually agreed metrics in 2022, it will bump back up to five million started in 2023, mm. and then he gets another year. So if he gets mutually agreed to, whatever that means, I so <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> so he gets a one. So he gets a I guess a 20 percent pay cut, which I assume just means. It costs us less to fire you next year, right? <laughs> I think, yeah, that has. To, I mean, that has to be part of it. Is we're guaranteed. Um, I'm curious what the agreed upon, for lack of better words, this business's KPIs will be. What are the agreed upon? What are those agreed upon uh, matrix that they hit? What do you? Okay, let's guess. Because what do you think? So I think they would say. I think the school would say win the Big Ten West. Whoa, okay. Minimum. If I'm Minimum. the school, if I'm the school, okay. If I'm Scott, Fro- if you're Scott Frost, Marlo, yeah. <laughs> and it was essentially like, okay, you have to hit this to essentially get uh, what is it a million dollars back a year. <laughs> what mm. level would you want? What is the minimum you think you could talk the school down to? Or uh, let me put it better. Uh, what is the highest you would go to actually think? 
you would be able to achieve it. Because uh, Big Ten West probably not happening. Right. Well, yeah. okay. How about Big, bowl, I, eligibility? bowl eligibility. <laughs> bowl eligibility. Yeah. <laughs> go 500 go, in the in the Big Ten. <laughs> go to the pinstripe bowl or whatever. Like bowl eligible. Can they get bowl eligible? What do you have to get? No. No. They have six wins. They have three wins. Yeah. They can t- only get to five. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To be fair, it's kind of a tough schedule, but you got to beat the teams that you... To be fair, Scott Frost is supposed to be the savior. The teams that aren't ranked in the top 10. Just yeah. the not top 10 ranked teams. I would... <laughs> but how funny would it be if they come out next year and he's like, hey, he went 500 in the Big Ten, but we agreed upon. <laughs> We're going to keep him and give him a million dollar raise. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I guess I don't know. I don't know what yeah. else. It, I, what it else has to be. It has to be more than just bull eligible. It has to. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't. But in my mind, like, because what are you signing up for then? I, all right. Well, hopefully we can embarrass him and continue that. All right. Done with football, Marlo. Okay. Moving on to basketball. What? That's it's here. It basketball season's here. Two games, uh, I guess they were next exhibition games, but preseason-ish games against St. Francis, uh, winning 81-58, and UW-Green Bay winning 72-34. to And I don't think you can take too much from these, because obviously playing inferior competition, uh, but I think we learned two things. One, it's going to be a balanced offense. Two, this team's going to play really tough defense. I think that's fair. Um, uh, I think, yeah, I think that's fair. I think Crowell is a player. Yeah, uh, it's, that's. It, I want to be there with you, Marlo, but it's. It, you like, want to see it against someone better. I want to see it against uh, teams with more size. I guess, I, and that's yeah. I think it's totally fair. That's that was the initial. That was my initial reaction. But the more I watch play, the more I think he's an actual player. Um, yeah. So I hope that I just hope that I hope that continue. Davis. Uh, Gonna be a star. It's gonna be a breakout season. He's smooth. Hopefully, yeah, he is. Super, he is silky smooth, and that. And I'm actually. I'm curious. I am uh, excited to see this. Is you know, f- compared to last year or maybe the last couple of years, this, this is a relatively young team all around, yeah. and they seem to be gelling quite well. Again, and inferior um, opponents, but mm-hmm. at this point in the season. Right, the things we can tell is, like you said, they're they're sharing the ball. The ball's getting moved around, and the team defense um, is stout. Yeah, and a uh, couple early shots, couple early shots in the shot clock that we didn't see too much uh, in times past. So maybe a little bit of uh, a little bit more freedom, at least for the guards on the offensive and early in the shot clock. Something to watch for, uh, which we can watch this week Monday. Only game this week. I said right. Now that I said that, that feels very weird, but I'm going to look at it. Well, we play Providence tomorrow or today if you're listening to this on Monday. Um, Yeah, I only have today. uh, Providence. Makes sense. I'm 15. Thanksgiving break. Texas A&M next week, Monday. Wait, are we not in During the day? What? Am I losing my mind? Are we not in any of the... Oh, Thanksgiving's next week. Oh, my God. My brain is fried. Okay. Providence, so a real team. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tomorrow, so I think we'll learn 
a little bit more um, about him. Providence not ranked, but nonetheless a a real team, and I think a much obviously a much better measuring stick. Um, oh yeah, so the guy you have a tip off game. So does doesn't that go into some other term like possible games? Sure. I'll look it up quick. Sure. I don't know. I don't know. Um, and then you got the Maui Invitational. I just, I just, you know, you know me. I like at the schedule in ESPN. Yeah. Talk about that. That's gospel to me. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's it for uh, best ball. In I'll do the transition while you looked it up and maybe get back yep. to me. Yeah. And we'll move on to back to football. Other done with the Badgers. Other NSA football in the Big Ten. <sighs> this is probably the game I watched the most closely out of uh, everything else that happened. Iowa survives against Minnesota in a game in which I'm not sure either team wanted to win. Uh, it was terrible play calling on one side, terrible execution on the other, and then they'd switch places. Brutal. It was it was just so weird. It was uh, it was an absolutely bizarre game. Uh, but Minnesota, uh, excuse me, Iowa does hold on to win at home against Minnesota. Uh, neither of these teams looked. I mean, I made the joke about neither wanting to win, but neither of these teams looked especially good. Uh, also, yeah. I didn't. I didn't know who to root for in it, which is kind yeah, of yeah. That was that was a tough one. That was a tough one to know who you root for. Uh, but if you looked at, did you look at the box scores on this? Uh, Minnesota won every single yeah. time of possession, uh, yards, uh, first downs, and still could not find a way to move. They were forced into. <laughs> You know they were they were forced into situations where they had to pass and they weren't able to, and so that's where uh, that's where Iowa came up came up ahead. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, it was definitely again another Iowa makes them play a Big Ten game. That was definitely a Big Ten game out there. I didn't know who to root for. I think I I texted out what are the rooting interests. No yeah. one knew uh, except to root against Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, and I was out there I rooting think, against PJ Fleck. Root, yeah, rooting against PJ Fleck. I think was the determinant factor. So yeah. Um, yeah, well, because so I I was trying to figure it out, and at the end of the day, if Wisconsin just beats Minnesota or wins, you know, yeah, then they win this game, games. this game of Minnesota Iowa doesn't really matter. Um, but I was trying, I was like looking at the schedules and be like, who's more likely to win? And I'm like, this is too much. Like I just <laughs> just, <laughs> just 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 win, baby. Sorry. Just root against PJ Fleck. Uh, that's easy. Yeah, uh, Minnesota was running all over them, and then they would just get into a passing and uh, position, and Tanner Morgan couldn't do it. Uh, Iowa basically scored on like four plays throughout the game. It was a really weird game, and Iowa really did try to give it away uh, at the end, but Minnesota was unable to unable to grasp it. Tanner Morgan finished fourteen of thirty for one hundred eighty three yards. Yikes! Yikes! Not great. Not great. Iowa with the one turnover, like at the time, you just didn't need to do a turnover. It was so weird. It was so weird. Uh, all right, next one. Uh, Michigan, I couldn't think of a way to describe how they won. They kind of came back, I guess, come back. Let's do it. Michigan comes back and wins against Penn State. They scored with like three and a half minutes left on a 50-yard play uh, to a tight end crossing, and nobody went with them. I think probably, well, I guess they beat Wisconsin, but Michigan's top two signature win. Um, I think Penn State. Penn State tried faking everything, and it was an embarrassment. <laughs> and 
they're just Penn State's a good team who's just missing something, and I mm. feel like I just can't quit them because I think they're gonna like they're gonna be they're gonna be in every game because they're good enough. But either Clifford's not good enough, or he gets hurt, or something weird happens, uh, like the, a terrible fake field goal. Um, I don't know. I keep wanting Penn State to be better than they are, maybe because they beat Wisconsin, and I can't let it go. But I guess it's a true win for Michigan, but it felt like Penn State kind of found a way to lose a game they should have won. Yeah. What is and then it's like what is this this Penn State team has been a kind of roller coaster. Like I can't look at it and say they're not good, but at the same time you could look at some games and be like they're not good. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um as a team. So yeah, the Mich- uh, Michigan's win over them, especially they could Michigan could have easily come back and, and did their uh we're gonna crumble under pressure and big game mm-hmm. uh situation. They did not. So that's their big that's their big mantra. Yeah. Yeah, and at the end of the day it helps weasel down the the east um on what's left on that side. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. And I, I think this is another one. Like Wisconsin played both of them, right? We lost to both of them. So it in the yeah. end it, from a Wisconsin standpoint, I don't think it really mattered. Yeah. Um I just some of those Penn State calls were so weird. I don't know what James Franklin is doing over there. You think uh, he's checked it, out? I feel like he's checked out. I feel like he's checked out. He's ready to. Uh, or you called him going to somewhere last was it last week or two weeks ago? Um, well, I think I just think so. I think people think he was going to go to USC. Yeah. Which I think he would if you were James Franklin. I don't know. He, it, it doesn't seem like he's going to be a Penn State next year. Right. But. Agree with that. I agree with that. I feel like it's checked out. <laughs> All right, sticking in the East, Ohio State continues to be Big Ten good. They put up uh, a fifty burger, fifty nine against Purdue. It was never really a game. I, I, I think I blinked and it was thirty five to seven. I was like, "What? Did Purdue even have the ball?" And it turns out they didn't because they just turned it over. <laughs> <laughs> and Ohio State just just crushed. Purdue did come back, score 31 points. So I, I, I wouldn't say made it interesting because that is not true. Uh, but I guess narrowed the margin slightly than what it was. They made it interesting to watch. It wasn't just a complete blowout. Uh, I think they ended up, Purdue ended up still throwing up like 500-plus yards of offense Yeah. Um, in, in said blowout. So there is there is that that essence of if we talk about Ohio State and where they are as far as um, national – or the Big Ten good. Um, their defense, I don't know if they're just bored or what is that, but it's definitely not a it doesn't doesn't turn out to be a top tier defense as they let kind of they let teams thrash them, really, to be honest. And if it wasn't for their explosive offense, they'd be they'd be super exposed. Yeah. Let's use this opportunity to talk about Heisman, because he's a okay. CJ Stroud is a Heisman candidate. Okay. And they were talking about this. What game was Herb Street doing? Uh, he was doing the A&M game. And he was talking about the Heisman. So it's it, it was, I think Ole Miss quarterback is up there. Alabama's quarterback, Cesar Stroud, is up there. And then Kenneth Walker. And he's like, they're all having good years, but nobody's like standing out. And that's not to take away anything from these guys. And I was just listening to him. I'm like, yeah, kind of take away from some of these guys. Because I don't feel like there's, like, none of these guys feel like the Heismans. This feels like uh, 
a Mark Ingram type Heisman year where it's like we got to give it to somebody. And I, I guess they're having good years, right? And you could say, you know, you could have stats to back it up, right? CJ Stroud's stats are great, but it doesn't feel like it on any of these guys. Yeah. Uh, so I guess it's probably going to be Alabama's quarterback because he's Alabama's quarterback. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. One of those seasons where, what? Oh, we have to give a Heisman this year. Okay. No one's having. Just a bunch of good seasons. No one's having that standout great season. No one's having those those Heisman moments, so to speak. It's probably because um, it's not not somebody coming back, right? It's Mm -hmm. all new faces. Like if Rattler was having, who I you know I guess can't quit his narrative. Um, If he was having C.J. Stroud's numbers or, I guess, a normal Oklahoma quarterback's numbers, he would probably be up there and you'd probably be talking about him because it's all new faces, but none of them are off the page good. It's just very strange Heisman season. Um, I should say the funny thing for Michigan winning again is this is just going to, when they end up losing Ohio State, make it that much harder (laughs) against for them. They play Maryland next week, which is probably on national television because they love putting Maryland on national television. 21-0 <laughs> before it. You blink. Uh, oh, no, it's on Big Ten Network. I looked it up. Okay. Well, whatever. Um, this is making that much more crushing for Michigan, so that'll be fun. We have that to look forward to. Anything else in the Big Ten? Uh, oh, Indiana sucks. <laughs> Did you see this? Did you see this? I don't even know what the final score was. All I know was... Uh, Wait, do I know what the final score was? Where was that tweet? Uh, oh, I, I I just know at one point it was thirty-one to three Rutgers. Yeesh. Oh, that was in the fourth quarter, so that might end up being the final score. Uh, the other thing I know is a bunch of bros took their shirts off, Marlon, and went up in like the nosebleed section. Uh, well, did you see this? I did not see that. Ta-da, classic Casey move. Uh, that is, yeah. <laughs> out of the two of us, out of the two of us, which one of the us would lead a uh, group of? I'm linking it to you in uh, chat, yeah. Marlo, uh, just so you can you can see this. Um, which one of us would lead a group of young men to take their shirts off and go into the nosebleeds? It definitely would be me. Yeah, for sure. You're right. <laughs> wow, that's a that's a hell of a group. I thought it was just a couple of them. You got a no. whole section. It's a whole section. Nice. Of bros with their shirts off. Good nice. job, Indiana bros. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Outside the Big Ten country, uh, I think the majority of them kept their shirts on. Uh, cannot confirm or deny. Uh, just a, a tough week for uh, teams who thought they were back. And they probably didn't even think they were back, Marla, but they are most definitely not back. And, of course, <laughs> we're referring to Texas and Miami. Yeah. Speaking of can't quitting, we can't quit this narrative. They could go Owen whatever. <laughs> and we would every time they lose, we would just be telling them that they're not back. Because it's bad. so fun. <laughs> so Texas Texas this this season has tried to make a case for being back every other game. Um yes. and then this one, I don't know. This this is, might be the final nail in the coffin for the season. The o- overtime loss to Kansas. I, I, it's uh that's I, I don't care who you are. It doesn't yeah. matter at this point, Texas or whatnot. You lose to Kansas like that, you're just not back. Not back. Not back. Um, no. 
I was watching before the game and across the scroll, and you know, they give the FPI, you know, percent chance to win. Yeah. They had a 99% chance to win, according to FPI. Um, can't lose this game. You can't lose in the way they did with the two point convert. It was just um, unbelievable uh, loss there. And Miami loses to Florida State. Speaking of, I, I guess Florida State's back for the moment, but they're not. And that's why Miami's even more not back. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't. You can't lose to Florida State. They got down early and I guess made it a game, but ended up losing in a last-minute touchdown, uh, which I thought was absolutely hilarious. So there we there go. Is. Are not Texas, back. Miami in the week. not back. Not uh, back. That was literally the only thing I paid attention. I guess I watched uh, the A and M uh, shoot Ole Miss game. Yep. That was pretty good, and Adam yeah. lost. And I really was rooting for Ole Miss because I think I kind of like Lane Kiffin now. Uh oh, you're on the Lane train. I'm. I don't know. Maybe it's really lame to say that, or uh, I don't know. But I hate him a lot less than I hate everybody else in the SEC. So nice. probably because <laughs> because everybody hates him in the SEC. That's probably why I like him a little bit. Um, but I got kind of tired of everybody telling me how good A and M was. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I guess they beat Alabama, right? So they're good. I'm not saying they're not good, but like, there was a lot of people being like, you know, outside A and M can you know make a run for this playoff, and it's like, settle down, everybody, settle <laughs> down. And Ole Miss helped uh, helped me settle everybody else down. Quite so that, that narrative. That was the only one I really uh, really followed closely All right. because most of the other ones were blowouts. Yeah, you didn't uh, you didn't follow your boy Arinda. Uh, Baylor taking out Oklahoma. I did you see this? Saw it happen. I did not see a play of this game. This was on during oh, the Badger game, wasn't it? I believe so. Um, this That's is not a, true. Yeah. I saw highlights. I saw like the touchdowns, but I didn't. Turn yeah, on it was because it was the it was the big noon game. It was the big noon game. Um, <laughs> big but yeah, did you see what happened at the end? They had they were up. They called a timeout um, as the clock was running down because Arinda wanted to. Ru- do a field goal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, fans rushed the field. They had to push the fans back <laughs> oh. because there's still two seconds left so they could kick said field goal um, and then go up and then the, the fans could come back and rush the field. Nice. But apparently this irked Lincoln Riley um, that they went ahead and did that to kick the field goal even though the game was in hand. Um, and the his, uh, his explanation was he wanted to kick the field goal just to, uh, for the tiebreaker rules. If it came down to tiebreaker rules for nice. the coverage, and I was like, I respect that, sir. I respect that. And Lincoln, uh, you can you can pound sand. Yeah. Well, one, if this was, I mean, it's Oklahoma, so of course I love it. Yeah. Um, there, what a word conference with these stupid tiebreaker rules. And I rem- there's been situations like this in. The Big Twelve, where something, some run up the score, things happen. That's not kind of part of a normal flow of a game where uh, they've cited this. So it makes sense. Your own stupid conference rules are why this matters. Um, it is. I, I didn't realize they had to push the fans back. I think at that point, just whatever you know, call it a day. <laughs> yeah, let's just get out of here. But it pissed off Lincoln Riley, so I'm okay with it. <laughs> All so right. they're uh, not 
Oklahoma out of the playoff picture. Oh, do we have a playoff picture update, Marlo? Oklahoma's oh. out. Um, I think it's pretty much we're down I think to f- I guess six teams right we got Georgia Georgia Alabama Alabama Oregon Oregon Ohio State Ohio State and still Cinci- in the picture Cincinnati, Cincinnati Michigan in Michigan it's essentially Michigan or Ohio State Whoever wins that game. Yeah. And they'll leapfrog Cincinnati for sure. Oh, 100%. Michigan. 100%. 100%. I think that's it. I think I think we're down to 16s. I don't, I don't, I guess I, let me, now that I brought it up, I should probably put we'll it run in through the schedules. Here. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just go through each, each team's schedule really <laughs> quick. Just really quick, Marlo. We'll do it really quick. Um, I don't even know how to look at it. Oh, boy. Oh, you throw you throw Notre Dame in there. Um, I don't know the remaining games, but I don't think. Okay, do you have a loss? So I, okay, I think that's where it cuts off at six. Let's go to seven, Marlo. We got uh, Michigan State, Notre Dame, Oklahoma State. Hmm. I can't. Obviously, if somebody loses or whatever, you know, that could switch it up. Michigan State plays Ohio State next week. I don't want to, you know, ruin our look ahead yeah. next week. But I think that might be it. I think it's those six. I think it's only going to be those six. And I'm foreshadowing. Oh, interesting conversation, Marlo. Yeah. College football playoff. Okay. How do you think they rank the top four teams? Oh. How do I think they rank How, the four that's a good yeah. question. Cuz I was I've listened to a couple podcasts. Okay. Uh and everybody seems to think how the committee does it is different. Kind of different. And I know how I thought they ranked it. Um But what do you does that make sense? So, for example, um they don't just go undefeated teams, right? So it wasn't mm-hmm. like Georgia, Cincinnati, well, clearly Oklahoma, Cincinnati. yep, right? Because that w- so that would be like if the playoffs happened today. Yeah. No, scenario. I think if well, from what I could see, it's what's the um, it takes strength of schedule, mm-hmm. head to heads, and well, those are tiebreakers. So what's that called? Strength strength of schedule. I test whatever you want to call that um, of people in the room, and then, and then I think it comes down to what the actual record is from there. Yeah, I think they. I think I, record's third. To be honest, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think you got to. Well, until a week or two ago, right? You'd have to say that with Alabama being second. Yeah. Um. Because I. Because I thought they were doing, if every team wins out, this is how how it should go. Mm. And so a couple of them were like, "Oh, if it's you know the best team right now," and I kind of leaning towards the, or the best teams in the country, and I'm kind of leaning towards that. But I think it's the best teams in the country that haven't lost enough to that they can excuse, and that's how they get mm-hmm. Alabama in there, right? So. For example, if Texas A&M kept winning, they were seven and two. I could see a committee putting them in the top 
too, because they're like, hey, shit, they beat Alabama. We think Alabama's really good, but they couldn't get away with that. <laughs> so right. they got to move them down a little bit. Right. So I think it's the best team they th- the best teams they think. And that's why Cincinnati gets screwed and why, you know, Oregon Ohio State are above them. I don't know. It was interesting to think about just because they don't tell us exactly, right? They give us like little hints and stuff, but they don't tell us exactly the thing. And I think everybody, like when we complain about it, has their own version of what they think the committee is doing. Uh, so I just thought it was interesting to talk about. All right, let's look ahead to next week, Marlo. Uh, big noon. Oh, my God, what a stinker now. Uh, <laughs> Iowa State, Oklahoma. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you see that Iowa State loss? I, yeah, 62-yard field goal. 62-yard walk-off field goal. Crazy. Anyway. I saw they were down, and Iowa State had given up on the game, didn't even realize they came back. Until I saw the highlight. So both teams coming in. Is that the big noon? Now I'm doubting that this is the big noon. Because <laughs> this game sucks now. <laughs> yeah, Fox 11. Iowa big noon. State. Oh, man. They can't, can they change this? Can they no. just go somewhere else? <laughs> you know what? We're not doing this anymore. It felt like the first like five, six weeks was all Big Ten. And I think yeah. they're on like this Big 12 kick. Yeah. Have they, sure. had an, have they had an SEC big noon? I don't even I don't even know if they have. Uh, but it's Iowa State, Oklahoma. But I think that's kind of where they're gearing this anyway. Uh, what? Why? Why would I watch this, Marlo? Um, you want to see the quarterback drama at Oklahoma play out? Um, I don't care anymore. Yeah, this is such a sad game. Both these teams came in with playoff aspirations. Iowa State has had a terrible year. Oklahoma just blew their chance. Yeah, you. I don't know. Sympathy Bowl. This is Sympathy Bowl. Bowl. Yeah. All right. CBS game. Arkansas, Alabama. Uh, only reason to watch if is Arkansas can keep it close, pull out a win. Yeah. Is it at Alabama? Yeah. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. See if they could keep it close for a couple quarters. Watch Heisman candidate. Bryce Young. Yeah. I'm still not I still can't root for Arkansas. I don't know. I don't I don't I don't foresee me watching much of this game. All right. ABC. <coughs> Great. I get to watch Oregon again, Marl. Oregon. <laughs> Your favorite. Utah. Your favorite. This is the one that everybody's been talking about that Oregon might drop. They might lose. Going to Utah. I, apparently going to Utah is weird. They have a physical team. Oregon's, you know, all flash in the pan. Uh, who did I just watch them play this week? What was it? They just no. played, whoa, was it Washington State? It was Washington State because they were trying yep. to convince me that they always play weird games. And guess what? This one wasn't weird. Oregon was just better. Um, <laughs> I just... It's so weird watching them because they look re- they're winning by a lot when I watch them, but I just in the back of my head go yeah but Pac twelve and then I just could discount everything that they do, which is I guess on me as far as an enjoyment standpoint, but I guess speaks I think where the Pac twelve has been. Last yeah, it, it could be and good. I'll I'm gonna watch it to hope that Oregon loses. Okay, that's fair. It is. Oregon wins. They believe they pack up 
that gives them their ticket to the Pac-12 championship. Um, congratulations. I, congratulations. So there's that. So you can watch because of that. And, I mean, it's not a true Pac-12 at the dark, but, you know, it's it's at night. So yeah. you got that go for them. <clears throat> All right, let's go matchup of the week. I think it's pretty obvious, but I can't find it. There it is. <laughs> It's number seven, Michigan State at number four, Ohio State. 11 a.m. on ABC. Uh, I guess Big Noon couldn't go back there, so they get to go to Oklahoma. Um, it's going to be a signature win for one of them. I I guess Michigan State can get its way. I just kind of said Michigan State couldn't, but you beat Ohio State. You win the Big Ten East. You have a way back to the playoff. All right. Michigan State's back into the possibility of getting the playoff. I just decided, Marlon. Oh, Look you put it. it back in. Okay. They're back. Because they got, like, Maryland or something left, right? I don't even know. Oh, Penn State. God, the East is a little bit better than the West. I can tell you, Marlon. It's just a little bit better. Uh, but obviously, playoff implications, Big Ten East, uh, Big Ten in general, uh, title implications. That's the big one. I think that's clearly the matchup of the week. Uh, but I will... Allow you to, since I stole the best one. Yeah. Uh, you don't even see another ranked versus ranked, except Oregon, Utah, which you already talked about. Uh, well, I mean, that's really. SEC's is... doing their weird play a shitty team before the rivalry game. Yeah. Yeah, this is the SEC off week, uh, which is disappointing. Except for Alabama, but, Arkansas. That's kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. They got that going. Um, what about. You got. Louisville well, Duke Thursday night. Louisville. Oh, oh, wait. We're talking. Ba- we're talking football. I thought we were in basketball season. Oh, yeah, getting close to basketball season. Um, I did see that and going. That's a good basketball matchup, which is essentially every <laughs> ACC game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get that. I don't know. Yeah. It seems on paper. On paper, doesn't seem like an exciting week of football coming up. But I hope that they'll prove us wrong in the. In the actual execution of it, so we'll certainly be keeping an eye on Illinois, Iowa. Hoping our friend Bert will uh, pull off another upset for us. Yeah, that would be great. That would be Cincinnati great. SMU, Cincinnati for real. <laughs> Can we keep saying that Cincinnati for real? Got to get, got to work on the style points. I, I watched the Cincinnati game. It was that Friday night? I think they were on. Yeah, and it sucks. Well, there. I like watching the team. I just, it's the announcers because all you do is talk. All we talk about the whole time is. The Cincinnati getting a fair shake. Da, 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 here's why. They're the real deal. They passed the tie test. Da, da, da. It's like, can we just like watch the game? Can we just yeah. can we just watch the football game? I heard some commentators say like Cincinnati it was during the Cincinnati game and they and they said something along the lines of they have an optics test that no one else in college football has. Because yes. they need to win by a lot. And I'm like, literally everybody has mm-hmm. <laughs> that. Like what are you talking about? That's all this is. Uh, all right. Uh, shoot. What was I looking for? I wanted to see who Purdue plays. Where's Purdue? Oh, at Northwestern. Uh, okay. All right, 11, 11 a.m. at Northwestern. Well, that's a tough one. That that's is tough. Grass is long. Uh, all right. Uh, upset alert, Marlo. I am going to stick in the 11 a.m. time zone, time frame. There's not a limit in time zone. And I'm going to go with uh, Watch Out Wake. Oh, Watch Out Wake. 
like that. number twelve rank at Clemson. Um, I don't know. I can't believe Wake Forest is ranked twelfth. So I'm picking Clemson, who is a I know who they are. So there we go. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. All right, uh, that's a good one. It's a good little, it's a good little upset pick. Also, state of the ACC. Uh, Wake played. Was it Wake played NC State? It was two like teen ranked ACC teams, and it was like essentially a battle for the top of the ACC, and it was on the ACC network. Yeah, and I guess technically Notre Dame was playing an ACC team that was on ABC, but like that's Notre Dame; it doesn't count. Status of the ABC or ABC status of the ACC, real quick. Um, All right, Marlon. Any other upset for you on here? No, I don't know. I I don't got one this week. So I'll run the hot hand, Texas Tech over Oklahoma State. There you go. There you go. That'd be a big upset. Yeah. Ruin their playoff dreams. All right. That is it for college football, Marlo. Let's move on to the pros, and I will talk about my 8-2 and two Green Bay Packers. Oh, I didn't sure put the thing in here. To... Oh, now i got to find the game cast so I can hold, please. Elevator music. Oh, no, no, I clicked the wrong thing. Do, oh, dear. Do, 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 oh, dear. Do, this is do. a disaster. <laughs> Where is it? Okay. Oh, no. Kansas. <coughs> Green Kansas Packers wins 17-2-0. Uh, right, a dominating, dominating performance from the defense. Marlon, I honestly thought for a second I was watching a Badger game. I know I've been doing this a lot, but... You draw the parallels. I've been drawing parallels. It intertwines in my head too much because I think about these things too much. But this game... The way the defense played uh, felt like um, a Wisconsin uh, Wisconsin Badgers defensive game. Uh, a little bit different, but uh, a great defensive performance holding Russell Wilson to his first shutout as a professional or to, for being shut out for the first time as a professional. Um, I think – so the defense – okay, let me – Keep talking about the defense, uh, and I think the star in my mind of the defense today, uh, and just kind of somebody who's been impressive throughout the season, uh, is Eric Stokes, uh, the rookie. I almost said freshman. God, I got Wisconsin now. I'm mixing it up again, Marlo. Uh, the rookie cornerback. Uh, he had 47 coverage snaps in the game, four targets, zero receptions, zero yards, and I guess most memorable was uh, towards the end of the first half where he just totally iced out Lockett uh, on a deep ball. Uh, just played perfectly, had an absolutely great game. Uh, defense was just, I'm probably in Stokes, um, but defense was great across the board. On the offensive side, so I guess I gave credit to the defense, but this game, I, I guess you can't not mention that both quarterbacks were returning from absences. <laughs> let's say, yep. um, and definitely did not seem to be themselves. Russell Wilson coming back from the in, the uh, finger injury and Rodgers coming back from his uh, COVID pause um, or whatever you want to call it. It just – so there was that. There was the snowy, rainy mix sleet of the weather uh, that kind of helped the defenses and hampered the offenses. But, uh, but it on the Packers side, it just felt like the defense controlled the game a lot more than the Seahawks defense. Because on 
as I was watching it, of course biased, but um, it felt like when the Seahawks made stops, it was more the Packers missing things than it was, whereas the Packers' defense was making the stops. Uh, on offense, A.J. Dillon had uh, two touchdowns, um, some tough sledding on the ground, 21 carries for 66 yards. Uh, Aaron Jones did leave with an injury. It sounds like he has an MCL sprain which is the third time he's sprained that. He's missed two to three weeks the other time, so luckily not serious. Uh, obviously, you don't him miss in a couple of weeks, but it looks like that's what's going to happen. Uh, but the kind of star of the game for uh, the Packers was the screen game. Uh, I think they had over 100 yards in screen passes, uh, and then if you count kind of some of the tight end plays uh, up and above that. So just taking advantage of those wet conditions and uh, – Moving the ball. Um, funny, weird thing, I guess. Uh, Pete Carroll wanted to challenge a fumble, which I thought was, to be fair, <laughs> I thought was covered by the, recovered by the Seahawks. But <laughs> let's pretend that they both possess the ball and then it's going to stay with the offense. He couldn't find his challenge flag and threw his hand warmer on the ground. Nice. Okay. Why did he get to challenge the play? Why did they stop the clock? Why did after they realized he didn't throw his challenge flag, they allow him to challenge the play? If you have flags, they should mean something. What is the point? Just say he just allow them to say, I would like to challenge it. He threw a hand warmer on the ground. That wasn't the challenge flag. They should not have been able to challenge it. That's freaking ridiculous. I think think the challenge flag is ceremonial. It's a ceremony. It's a ceremony flag. Uh, we've all been there, crawling around in our pockets looking for something. Accidentally take something else out, and that's what it is. Like you try to start your car with your house keys. You try to start your car with your your uh, your challenge flag. We've all been there, Casey. Uh, and I think they're just giving a break. They're just giving him a break. They knew they should win a challenge. Hand warmer. You know, he had the flag. Meant throw it. Marlo, I am sure as a layman. I can make these mistakes. As a professional coach, you should know where your challenge flag is and not throw a hand warmer on the ground. You shouldn't honor it or get rid of the challenge flags. It's stupid. Uh, where was I going to go with that? Dang it. Oh, well. I thought it was. I, it annoyed me that they allowed him to challenge it because I don't. <coughs> excuse me. Oh, boy. I don't think that. I don't think they should have. But uh, a great game, Marlo. Uh, how, did, how did you enjoy watching this pack game? Um, yeah, I was on the couch. It was, it was prime nap time. Uh, in between that, you know, second quarter, halftime into the third, as it went into the halftime at 0-3, huge. Yeah. Barn uh, burner. News fest, barn burner. Um, but, yeah, no, I, you could definitely tell both quarterbacks were off um, from their layaway. I mean, Russell coming back, I think he was off for four weeks and came back earlier than everyone expected. Yeah. And then, I think Rodgers wasn't in practice, as is correct, until Saturday. Was in practice all so. week, yeah. um, so definitely evident. Kind of seemed to catch his flow towards the fourth quarter there, um, hence the scoring barrage of fourteen points to end the game. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's it. Stinking Packers. All right, talking away. Packers. Yeah. All right, uh, Bears had a bye. Yeah, that was. Did fun. they win? Did they? Did they win the bye? Um, they they did not lose. Um, okay. Good, good. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's it. 
Matt Nagy still the head coach? He is still the head coach. He used this week to hide the fact that he's still the head coach. Nice. Did not say much to bring up why he is the head coach. Uh, so I, I guarantee there's going to be people out there that's going to come back from this week like, oh, shit, Nagy's the head coach uh, when they take the field on Sunday. Yeah, well, he had confused people a little bit because he had the COVID game he missed. Yeah, that's right. He's been gone. I, yeah, no, 100%. I, there are definitely... I. I halfway joking, but there's going to be people that are going to be confused that Magnang is back on the sideline. I guess speaking of COVID, uh, the Packers and Aaron Rodgers were fined for their uh, lack of COVID protocol following, which I don't know. People seem to be upset because you know the pitchforks were out, uh, which you know whatever. Um, but it seems like that's what everybody agreed on. As far as the penalty, so at this point, what can you do? That's the way I took it. I don't know. Yeah. Everybody seemed to be like, "Oh, this is it." You know, there was this whole there was this whole narrative about uh, oh, what's the Cowboys wide receiver? He keeps getting fined for his tur- shirt being untucked, which I guess I didn't realize that was a rule. But he keeps getting fined for it, and then he like brought up that Rogers only fined whatever for the. It's like you guys agreed to this. This is this was the you had to negotiate. This was the whole thing. Yeah, yep. I don't know. And then, but never mind. Okay, all right. Moving on from the COVID thing because I was going to say something. I, I I don't know if it was stupid, but it doesn't need to be said. So I'm going to move on. All right, other games. <laughs> upsets continue, Marlo. Um, the year of the upset. Resounding upsets today. Um, uh, the Panthers over the Cardinals was a resounding upset. Yeah. Did not see that coming. Cam Newton is back. He's back. So are the Fox the Fox, uh, Fox microphones picking up players saying things on the field is back as well. Uh, yeah. As Cam Newton is back after his touchdown. I saw the highlight. I mean, they, they cut in to the Packer game yeah. to show that. And, yeah, it was They're a touchdown. They points of the Packer game. What's the, yeah, exactly. They find a, time, a chance to cut away. Where, where did they find a fight? But it made it seem like Cam Newton was like playing, but apparently he only had like five snaps. He was very effective on those snaps. Um, only had five snaps. I, I, I that might be exaggerated, but he wasn't playing most of the snaps. No is what way. I'm trying to say. Um, and they kept making it seem like he was. They didn't show any highlights. Show like barely any highlights of non. I assumed he played the whole game. Right. I know. So did I. And then I went to look at the box score, and it was like, no, he did not. Uh, but yeah, Cam Newton's back. That was. I mean, they're still playing Colt McCoy. Um, the Cardinals are, but at the same time, you got to do better. Got to do better against the Panthers, especially at home. So Cam Newton did have a rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown in the yes. first quarter. Yes. A two-yard pass from Cam Newton. P.J. Walker was the normal quarterback. He went 22 for 29, 167 yards and touchdown. Thank God I didn't watch any of this game. I assumed Cam Newton played the whole game. Yeah. I did not. I suppose it makes sense now that I think about it. But those were the highlights. All right. Uh, I guess Colt McCoy, but they threw me off the scent. Uh, The Cardinals did uh, because they won last week. Right. uh, Without uh, They beat the 49ers without Kyler Murray. So I was like, oh, they're good enough without him. Obviously not the case when you're facing the uh, terrible Carolina Panthers. Um, 
There you go. All right. So I, I, I found that very surprising. All right. Other one, uh, Washington football team defeats the Tampa Bay Bucks. On, I watched this drive, probably the most impressive drive of the year. It was like a 19-play drive. It took like eight minutes. They got the go-ahead touch, or the, excuse me, the touchdown to seal it. I think they were up five points, four points or five points, uh, and had this long, drawn-out drive. Uh, ate all the clock up, scored a touchdown. Uh, Tyler Haneke and the Washington football team to beat the Buccaneers. Um didn't see this one coming. Uh, assumed the Bucks are either off a bye or a game off of a bye and figured they would just take care of business, and they didn't, so the upsets continue. <laughs> all right, next one. Uh, I think – all right, we're going to talk about the Detroit Lions. I think it's funnier they tied than anything else. <laughs> what a game. What a game of a couple teams that just didn't – no one wanted to win, so no one did win. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that football game, but yeah, I think it's I think it's fun because now you could say, well, they didn't. They're not going to lose them all. Yeah, they're not going to lose them all. They won't be the first team to lose all seventeen games. Yes, but they could still go winless and tie themselves for winning sixteen or for losing sixteen games. Um, God, it was so funny. Just both teams turning the ball over in absolutely terrible situations. Lions missed the winning field goal by a lot. Kind of weather-related, but it just felt... I'm just watching this, and I'm like, of course this would be a tie. The Lions catch a break. They get to play the Steelers without Ben Roethlisberger, so Mason Rudolph is in there. And of course it goes to overtime, and of course it goes... It just feels feels great. Um, absolutely hilarious. Uh, but they didn't lose. They didn't yeah. lose. It's a, essentially a loss for Pittsburgh, though, to not get that win. Yes, for sure. I'll, I'll agree with that. Um, but yeah, go Detroit. What a game. Oh, How many turnovers do they have in overtime alone? At least two. I mean, one each side. I, was there more than that? I saw at least two. It's terrible. It's hilarious. All right. Uh, all right. Next, uh, a lot of blowouts this week. What was the most impressive blowout for you, Milo? The Bills over the Jets, the Cowboys over the Falcons, or the Patriots over the Browns? And I wrote Cleveland there for some reason, but everyone else I used it. Yeah. I what would, was I doing there? I don't know. Weird. Right, I mean, the most impressive I, for I guess you say Patriots over Cleveland. Um, Patriots are quietly, quietly getting better and better. Um, Cleveland, so I think like the Jets, the Jets, you know, Bills are a good team, Jets not so much, Cowboys pretty good team, Falcons not so much, Patriots kind of sitting in the middle, they're creeping up on people, and Cleveland is, I'm going to say a good team, but they're a better team than the other two. Well, we thought that they're, go ahead, sorry. No, go ahead. That's they're it. back and forth, right? Every yeah. It's every other week, it seems like, because last week we're like, oh my God, they're better without OBJ, they just beat the snot out of the Bengals. And then we see it this year, and I or this week. And then I feel like if you go back week after week, it just feels like this. Holy crap! They beat this team. Oh no, they lost the Steelers again. They're no good. You know, it's like this back and forth ebb and flow. I guess it, maybe that happens when you have Baker Mayfield as your quarterback. But <laughs> but yeah, it, we thought Cleveland was kind of back to it after last week, and then this happens. Yeah, 
I guess now that I wrote it out, it feels like the obvious answer, but um, I guess I was leaving room for the other ones because Bills and Cowboys were just like get back, get right, blow out shitty teams wins, right? Because both lost last week to teams I shouldn't have lost to. So this was was get right wins. Um, I'm I'm a little disappointed in the Falcons. Marlo. I shouldn't be. I should be over this. I thought they were actually okay. And they're not. <laughs> they are. They're not. Um, they're four and four. I was like, uh Oh no, I, I clicked on NHL somehow. Oh, disaster. I was gonna like, whatever. Doesn't matter. All right. Let's look at it next week, Barlow. Okay. Your Bears. Yep. Off a of bye are hosting the Baltimore Ravens. Okay, yeah, Baltimore coming off a lackluster Thursday night game. <coughs> Very lackluster. Well, lackluster Thursday night game, which tell me we got a chance. Uh, yeah, just hoping they can use this bye week. Um, you know, like the Pittsburgh game they came off of, we recorded or we watched or I watched recording last week. Yeah. Um, at least come off that second half of or third fourth quarter offensive offensive performance. Uh, by Justin Fields, have that be a springboard. Uh, get the defense right. <clears throat> get the defense right. Uh, ready for the rushing attack uh, that is the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. Yeah, uh, as somebody who wants the Bears to lose, I'm a little worried uh, because of how bad they looked against Minnesota. Uh, excuse me, Minnesota, Miami on Thursday night. Uh, and at least the way they the way they were talking about it Thursday night felt like it was somewhat replicable. Like it felt like they just schemed the poor performance. Uh, so I, I my understanding of what they did is they just played a lot more defensive backs and then like almost dared them to throw under and then just swarmed everything is what it seemed like their game plan was. Because uh, everywhere they threw, they ran. There was dolphins everywhere um, in the game, and I, that feels like something the Bears can do. So uh, a little weird for that. Uh, Packers play the Vikings. Uh, I am weirdly nervous about this game. Um, Vikings sitting at four and five, uh, but. What keeps me optimistic is Kirk Cousins. And I just look at the Packers defense who has gone and done well against Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes, granted a coming off of an injury but Russell Wilson, and they played very well against those quarterbacks. And I'm going to sit here and be worried about Kirk Cousins. I understand I could eat those words, and it will make me feel really bad because it's Kirk Cousins, but that seems like a weird thing to be worried about, right? <laughs> after, uh, after what we've seen. Yeah, yeah. And and they're, you know, like they've been finding hilarious ways to lose, but at the same time, they have been in all the games yeah. um, as well. So there, there is that. I, I understand there's the worry. I don't think, as an outsider looking into this game, I think the Packers will roll on the Vikings. I think they're primed for a roll. Um, but 
Yeah. Just, the Vikings just seem weird. Like they just seem weirdly good enough to be in every game and hang around and let Kirk Cousins dump the ball off five yards past the line of scrimmage, and sometimes good things happen. It's a very strange team. Um, all right. Thursday Night Football, Patriots, Falcons. I don't want to watch more Falcons. God. <laughs> I think this game is just going to be – it's going to cement what we already know. Patriots are a pretty good team. I think we're there now, right? Yeah. Yep. And Falcons are not. I had a fantasy football situation, Marlo. So I waited on my quarterbacks, and I was like, I'm going to get a veteran quarterback. And I ended up with Ben Roethlisberger and Matt Ryan. Oh, boy. And obviously Ben Roethlisberger couldn't play this week. And I don't know, Matt Ryan had like one point. It was fantastic. It was a lot of fun. Um, still, eh, my other quarterback controversy uh, was with the Bears on a bye week, and not knowing if Russell Wilson was back, I picked up Jacoby Brissett on the waiver wire. Whoops. Well, you say whoops, but I think he scored more points than Russell Wilson. So yeah, good thing I didn't sure. start Russell Wilson. <laughs> our league, our league. <laughs> That's an our league. Our league is stupid. Um, a lot of fun. I love being in it. Don't kick me out. But it's yeah. stupid. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, expect Patriots to roll out there. All right. Sunday night football, Marlo. We got this is a bad one. I, they should flex this or something. Uh, Steelers, Chargers. Mm. Uh, I assume Big Ben will be back. Um, I'm kind of off. I, I was excited early on the Chargers. I'm kind of off the Chargers. I don't talk. Mar- Marlo, yeah, talk to me in a while. I'm going to watch it because we're going to record podcast during it. Yeah. But why should I be excited about this game? Um, uh, we're going to find out what other faces Big Ben could make when he doesn't agree with a call. We'll find uh, out what medical thing he wears when recovering from Copen. Yeah. Yes. Just, just <laughs> that. Um, we can see uh, Justin Herbert. We can root against Justin Herbert. Because uh, we're still mad about the Rose Bowl. Are we still rooting against Justin Herbert for the Rose Bowl? For some I reason, know. I don't hold that against him as much as I do like most other Badger losses. I don't know why. I just, it's kind of strange. Like, I had a little Twitter thing where I'm like, I'm still not over the Grayson Allen thing, and he's on the Bucks now, and I'm just like, I can't, I just can't do it. <laughs> and he's, he's averaging like, uh, over the last couple of games, he's averaging like 18 points. He's playing really well, and it's just like, yeah, but every time I see him, I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> I'm just not Sucks. there yet. I'm just not there yet. And it's been, I don't know, what, 10 years now? <laughs> it hasn't been that long. It hasn't been that long, but it's been a bit. It's, it's been, been enough. Long. Yeah. But for whatever reason, Herbert... I th- it's the, I can blame it on Herbert. I don't know if Herbert won that game because he was not very good in that game. Whatever that official that called it offensive pass interference, he'd go to hell. That guy. <laughs> that guy. Whoever that was, because that was the worst. Um, yeah. Okay, well, that's just a memory down. Uh, disastrous rolls Bull Lane there. Uh, not a great Sunday night game. But don't worry, Marlo, it gets worse on Monday. Night. It's Giants-Buccaneers. What in the hell? I guess, okay, this is less excusable because, or this is more excusable, excuse me, because 
you have to pick this at the beginning of the year, right? So you schedule right. it and you go, oh, you know, maybe the Giants take on Barkley will be healthy this year. Ha, huh, not, and he's on my fantasy team. It's on my fantasy too much. And the Buccaneers stumbling. Uh, I, it's not going to be close. Somebody's going to kill him. It shouldn't be close, right? Uh, hopefully, it, hopefully a Manning cast. Uh, yeah, this is definitely a Manning cast game. Uh, also, just get ready for talks about different milestones that Tom Brady is coming appro- uh, approaching and or passes during this game, um, as well as any uh, side stories on Bruce Arians. So this is, is going to be a big side story game in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Ugh. Not a great game. All right. Uh, I'm just scrolling through real quick. Game of the week is Lions-Browns. No. Um, yes. Cowboys-Chiefs. It's going to be a late afternoon game on Fox. Uh, Chiefs with a get-right game against the Raiders. Maybe they figured it out. Cowboys uh, look pretty good. I think a lot of points are going to be scored in this game. It should be entertaining. Uh, that's probably your game. I mean, it will be America's game of the week, as it were, but uh, probably also the best non-primetime. Actually, probably just the best game. All the primetime games suck. Yeah, I'm going to go probably. with best game. I'm, just, probably just the best bo- game. I'm most looking forward to that game of the week. Are you aware the uh, Dolphins are playing the Jets? Did you see? Did you see that? I just want to make sure you didn't scroll. Over are they there. going to wear the color rush jerseys? Because that's that's a classic color rush game. Oh, Miami should just all the time. Because yeah. I don't know. I like just coaches. All right, that is it for the NFL. NFL MVP Marlowe. Who is it? Go, Kyler Murray. I, can you do that if you're out that long? I don't know. Um, who else is it? Great question. I just said off the top of my head because we did we did the Heisman thing, so I wanted to yeah. I wanted to throw I just wanted to throw this way at you. At way the to end. throw it at me. Yeah, when you mm-hmm. right when you MVP. It's been it's been a tough couple of weeks because uh, Josh Allen had a good game this week, but sucked against the Jaguars. Uh, Lamar Jackson just had the shitty Thursday night. Um, Derrick Henry obviously hurt. Yeah, Mahomes. Was kind of Mahomes today, but hasn't been most of the year. Well, Tom Brady. You got Tom Brady. Lost today, though. He lost, but... Yeah. Dak? I don't know. It's wide open. I don't know. Feels wide, wide open. open. Feels wide open. Uh, Mr. Aaron Rodgers? No. He's not. He, I don't think he's going to win because of the COVID stuff now. Because <laughs> it's such a thing, but whatever. All right. Uh, that's all I got for the NFL, I think. All right. Uh, is it for the NFL? Well, I, I, do I ask? Do our, do we have it? Are we going to well, do this? It's, well, it's well, I put it in the throw-ins. I put it in the okay. Throw-ins. All right. So let's We're go just, it. Let's yeah. go it with throw-ins. We'll start with the grow-ins. Big day, big day for USA. It was a big day, Marlon. It was uh, relatively unexpected. So uh, Friday night, USA Mexico World Cup qualifier. Uh, USA wins dos a zero. Zero. How do you say it? Zero? Whatever. Zero. Uh, they went 2-0 against Mexico, um, which is kind of the hilarious chant back and forth. Uh, we've now won three competitive matches in a row against Mexico. Take that. Uh, the opening goal um, performed by uh, or scored by Christian Pulisic five minutes after being subbed in. He was subbed in because a dude got eye-raked by... <laughs> A Mexico player, like yeah. it was a relatively entertaining game, uh, back and forth. Uh, USA controlled the ball in the first half. Mexico was much more dangerous on the counter when they uh, and 
created goal scoring opportunities when they had the ball. In the second half, the USA came out with a different, different energy, a different attitude. They were aggressive. Uh, they won and controlled the ball. They created chances, but it was they were not great chances. Then Mexico took a heel turn <laughs> to just like climb down a guy, held him down, and tried to rip his eyes out. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And the ref is standing right in front of him as this happens, and gives him a yellow card. It was unbelievable. I'm like, what is happening here? And then he gave <laughs> two U.S. players a yellow card for their antics afterwards, which I guess was like untoward. But what the hell? All right. But then Pusa comes on and scores in absolutely like uh, just a relief moment because it just felt like the longer the USA didn't score in the second half, I just was watching this as the dread crept in. Good. Like we're playing better. We're we are the better team. But it feels like they're just going to hit us on the counter. They didn't. And then we get a late Weston McKinney goal. Uh, it was a, kind of a... I don't, I, I'm trying to think how to describe it. Uh, it was like a deflected goal that found his feet. He got past the defenders. It was kind of almost a, an accidental, okay, I'll take this goal. Uh, but it was created by the United States pressure, by our ability to keep Mexico pinned back. An absolutely amazing result. 2-0 catapults us to the top of the uh, World Cup qualifier. And we kind of the first couple of games of the qualifier, we were like, oh my God, what is happening? Like, is this really going to happen again? You know, as far as missing the uh, World Cup qualifying. And we looked really good in this game. A young team. A core coming together, Pulisic coming off the bench, getting that much needed goal. Uh, a great, a great result. In your face, Mexico. Yeah. Um, it was awesome. It was an awesome game. In yeah. essentially, like what is the uh, rock of U.S. soccer now in Columbus, Ohio? That was great. Awesome, USA. So, um, yeah, is that it for that game? I think so. Okay. Perfect. All right. It made me nervous. <laughs> Just want to know. They play Jamaica Tuesday, who Jamaica was supposed to be... They're not doing as well in qualifying as I thought they would. Let's say that. So, Tuesday. Wait, do I have that right? Tuesday? Now I'm doubting myself. Call darn it. Yeah, Tuesday. You should make it at 4 p.m. So put that in your kit. We'll do. That is the corner is wrapped in the throwing. There it is. All right. Moving on. Um, Next up, NBA. (laughs) It's happening. I don't want to talk about it. Bucks are like a game or 2,500. It's a very weird season. Um, Lots of injuries. Giannis missed a game or two. Middleton's, I think, missed almost all of the season. I'm just... I'm chugging up to a little bit of a hangover, a little bit of new pieces, and crossing my fingers and hoping for the best. Okay. It's still early. <laughs> worked out okay last year. So. Yeah, worked out. It's still early. Can't uh, be yeah. The Bulls, they look good. Uh, well, they had a good start. It is starting in October. 
kind of uh, middle of the road here. For some reason, can't beat Philadelphia. Worrisome, but uh, I like watching them. Yeah, they're fun. They're a fun team right now. They're Their pieces fit a lot better together than yeah. I ever thought they would. Yeah, point guard. I think a lot of that's Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball is a lot of fun to watch. He is. He's a really good, like, uh, glue guy. I guess glue guy. Like, he does what he needs to do, but he he's a facilitator. He makes it feels like when I watched him, he helps make everything happen. And Zach Levine is might be as good as Zach Levine thinks he is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's possible. All right, it's possible. Um, anything else in the NBA? Those are our two teams. It's happening. Uh, apparently, Golden State's really good again. Yeah, they're back. Steph's back. Steph, it's so fun to watch. Did, yeah. did you see the picture of him where he's like the ball's halfway to the yes. hoop and he's like yes, pointing at? When he's on, it's more fun than I think any other any other basketball player. It's not as good, right? I, I well, it can be as good, but like it's probably not like necessarily as good as anything else. But it is so fun to watch. Uh, that was against the Bulls, wasn't it? So you probably yes, it was. Saw, yeah, 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 yeah okay. it was super awesome. All right, uh, that's it for the NBA. Cool. Uh-huh. All right, <laughs> all right. Next one, old man soccer. Marlo, uh, yeah. I'm coming to you a little bit sore, a little bit tired. Um, I'm at old man soccer league on Thursdays, right? Okay. So one of the guy goes, "Hey, we're in this league on Sundays. Would you Uh-oh. like to play?" So this guy. <laughs> Has played with me for a couple of years. Knows my age. Knows my fitness level. Knows my uh, skill ability, right? Mm-hmm. So you'd think he would take all these things into consideration when inviting me to play in another league. So I show up today. <laughs> I don't... Uh, I think... I, I, I don't know how old they were. But they were very... The team we played. They were very young. And one of them at one point said, I hope this game gets over early. Uh, because I have homework to do. (laughs) (laughs) They had a guy on their team who was like, I I don't know, almost a foot taller than me, and he was like a string bean, and he moved like a gazelle out there. He was so graceful. He was so good on the ball. And I'm standing here like, what the hell is going on? (laughs) I'm like, I just want to go to work tomorrow, and I'm getting worked by these college kids. It was was tough. It was tough. (laughs) To be fair... We tied him in the second half. Nice. We tied him in the second half. Um, one, did they stop playing defense? Yeah, sure. Sure they stopped playing defense. <laughs> but we tied him in the second half. And I may go back next week. Victory. I was going to say, is that, that's week one? That's week one of this league? This is week two of the league. Okay. Uh, week one for me. Um, they said they had more players last week and they were better. I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't know. Because this sucked. This sucked. Like, we were getting clowned, Marla. We were getting clowned. And they were just, like, laughing and having a good time. And I'm out there elbowing them in the face as much as I can, just being like, hey, you don't run past me. It's right. That's right. God, we got crushed. But I had two goals. Oh, look at that. One shot. Uh I told you. They stopped playing playing defense so much, even I scored. (laughs) Two goals. Wow. One was a tap, and it wasn't really... Eh, still counts in the, in the you know, score sheet. It counts. Yeah, still counts. That's how do you right. think Ronaldo got all those goals? Ooh, <laughs> that's all I got. All <laughs> that's right. my old man soccer tale. <laughs> <laughs> all right, last up, uh, local, a uh, local news. Wanakee, we're going to state. Yeah, 
Golden yes. State playing the state game on Friday at 1 o'clock, I believe, against Homestead. I don't know. You can check me on that. I was in those. Congratulations, Waterkey Warriors. Going to the state title game. Uh, again, we'll be playing on Friday. So, good team, obviously. Friday? Friday. At Camp Randall. Was it always Fridays? I, see, I was thinking about this, too, because I remember us tailgating for set games. Yeah. But was were they on Fridays? They I mean, just shit, weren't going it could have been Friday. It's not like we had classes on Friday, right? Yeah, I, I believe it was on. It had to be on Friday. I it mean, could it had to be? It had to be. It couldn't have been on Saturday or something, right? Because we're playing at home was. this Saturday, so yeah. It, yeah. Unless it just not felt like Fridays because we were not. going We use the excuse to be like, "Oh, there's football going on, so we're just going to pretend like it's a Saturday football game." And this is yeah. what we're going to do. But I remember in later years where it's like you were you knew enough to not schedule. Yes. Right. Or if you did, it was like a 120 discussion that you didn't really have to go to. Right, exactly. So, all right, that's it. Any other throw-ins? I mean, we went to like, remember, were you there when you went, we went to Boston Crusaders? Oh, yeah, I remember the, I wasn't there. Yeah. I remember it was there when you came back, but I remember the Boston Crusaders, yes. Yeah. Oh, good times. <laughs> it's, you know, living across the street, you just got to go like, oh, there's a marching band competition. Let's go check that out. <laughs> Let's check it out. What's happening? All right. Uh, any other throw-ins? No. All right. I think that's it. That's all I got. I'm going to say no. Uh, I'll scroll through my tweets to see. Okay. You do that. As oh, always, oh. you guys, you can catch us on Twitter at 132Breeze, myself at MarloJR, Casey <laughs> at Prof Badger Fan. That's going to be it for me. Casey, did you find any last words? Well, just normal last words, Marlo. Until next time, I hope all your favorite teams win all the sports.